All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of Mostly Ghostly. You know what I mean? We have a, a great guest with us this evening, Cynthia Whitney. Hey, yeah. Hi. You know, veteran to the show at this point in the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Repeat offender. That's true. That's true. At the windblown in Wareham. Retiring for the evening. The windblown. I love that name. What a name. Um, now, speaking of the wind, with wind, you have water. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot. You got a big old, big old cup of water. That's my FEMA flood insurance. Yeah. Well, it's going through the roof. Raisin, the tide's raising, you know what I mean? You got to be careful of that stuff. Um, but, you know, today, ladies and gentlemen out there, you know, uh, the episode we're going to get into um, water and spirits, you know, the comparisons and the, the relation to, you know what I mean? Now, this one, Ray brought this one up first, you know what I mean? So, Ray, where'd this come about? It's uh, water and spirits have always been connected uh, in a paranormal world. Uh, if anybody watches, uh, let's say, shows where they investigate and they're near water, they bring it up. And yeah. it's, oh, for the longest, longest time, the two, two have been associated with the energies that water carries and uh, spirits. So I thought it'd be kind of interesting to explore it a bit because a lot of people hear about it, but they don't explore explore it too much or talk about it too much. They just kind of take it as is, and that's it. Mm. It's interesting stuff, for sure. You know, it's water is one of the, it's ancient since the beginning of the beginning it's been here. And it's it, it, you can you can argue that it's its own you know, you got the ocean, which is like its own world, as you know. You go, we can't just go live in the ocean, we'll die, you know what I mean? It's one of the, it's like space, you know what I mean? Um, very powerful stuff. Holy water, you have and such. You know, the film called John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness, a uh, very cool film. I know in that they kind of use water a lot with the, with the crossing over of demonic forces, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, they just what, found a galaxy full of water. Like the oh, whole really? galaxy was at 12.8 light years away. And it's like a black hole Yeah, that's full of water and it's a whole galaxy. It's like, what's going on there? Is that where we're from? Cause what are we? 71% water something like that. Right. That's kind of crazy. So I hope, you know. You don't want to go to that. You don't want to go in that black hole. No. You know, that's a bad black hole to go into. I wonder what, what, uh, I wonder what you go fishing for in that hole. <laughs> Our bodies, humans' bodies that have to go there, probably. They go fishing for you, Ray. Different species. It'd be very interesting to see. Other, you know, to one day go go really far and find some some actual life somewhere. Imagine that; that'd be crazy. It's there. I, whether or not we get on get on a planet and find it or not, you know, with one of our roaming cameras. They, they like did. They, I want to say recently too. They just reported that they found 
the components of water like a foot down on the surface of Mars. Mm. So it see it's evident everywhere. It's everywhere, and it's particularly everywhere life is. Um. So oh, there's something you know going on, and I and I think it even like uh, I've heard it, it has memory, like water. Re- is like a, a recorder. Like it it yeah, remembers yeah. how you can, how you, you can like talk to it. And they've shown that you can, you know, that you, t- the way you talk to the water um, dictates, you know, the clarity of it and what kind of plant it produces and things like that. Like the water, um, water has feelings. Is it okay to say that? It's like the abyss. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh no water. Definitely. Uh, water lives matter. You know what I mean? For sure. Let's not hate on the water lives. It's very important stuff. But yeah, well, super, water, yeah. Uh, water can store energy and it can store your energy. One experiment to do is put a glass of water at one end of the house and another glass at the other end. To one of the glasses, the same one all the time. Every day, go up, swear at it, speak harshly, um, and put it down, literally. And then go to the other end of the house and talk to the water in a gentle, loving tone and say good things and give this time. You will notice that the one where you are um, being harsh with it, the water actually changes. Mm. It's picking up and storing your negative energy. And you, you can do that experiment at home. But don't, yeah, don't be angry with the water because the water will creep out at night and kill you. It'll work its way into your water bottles in the in in the in the refrigerator. I listen. I listen to um a, a Hindi. His name's Sahar Guru. Yeah. And uh, and and he says you know, you shouldn't drink the water right out of the tap because it's come on such a like just a turbulent way to get to you through the faucet and then. He said you shouldn't drink it right when it comes out of the faucet, that it's it's toxic um, by what you've done to it, by it's coming through, um, so that you should let it sit for a second and let it calm down before you ingest it. And then I always remember, like, my grandfather drinking it out of the tap, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, that's why he's so angry. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think Roger Moore did a documentary where, like, uh, they put – they put like uh, uh they let the let the water on fire like there was so much gas or whatever in the in the water that like they they turned on the faucet the water was running they put a lighter up to it it literally caught on fire and just kept burning as the water like came out it was crazy got to be careful that tap water that tap water is no good that's why you need to get mostly ghostly holy water all right that's what we're talking about all right, so to pop up into the, the the theme, you know what I mean? You know, water provides natural properties to enhance and strengthen spiritual communication with the dead. Straight up facts up in here, you know what I mean? We all know that water can bring a sense of peace and calm to your life, whether it be a warm shower or just simply looking at the waves crashing onto the shore. Which, you know, you all can relate, you have it about, you know, nothing kicks off a day like a nice hot shower, you know what I mean? You get, you're feeling sick, you take a shower, you feel better, you know what I mean? Uh, most of us will feel a connection with water as it nourishes and sustains our mind, body, and soul. 
this energetic feeling you get is due to the power of electrical charge as negativity uh, charged electrons are freed from the water molecules by the turbulent motion. That's heavy. That's some heavy shite right there. Crazy. What did you guys think of that? I think when I think about the water in, in the spiritual plane, there's definitely something going on that we can't see. And then I think about water molecules like evaporating and, and kind of like somehow getting to that plane is kind of where it is for me. Definitely water. And when I'm around water replaces activity is definitely heightened. There's, there's just no doubt about it. And the thing about the shower is really, that's really huge when you really think about it. You know what I mean? A good hot shower is, could change the whole mood of the day. It's almost like a meditation type, uh, you know, deal. What do you think, Ray? Well, you can use a shower to cleanse yourself psychically as well as physically while you're showering. Uh, ahead of time, put together a mantra, but while you're showering, Think about and actually say that you are cleansing away all of the negativity. You are removing all that is not good. And repeat that while you're showering and the water is running over you. And it literally cleans all that on a spiritual or psychic level. It cleans that out of you as well as off you while you're under the shower. Yeah. Physically. Yeah. Very good stuff, you know, due to so many personal experiences, the relationships between water and psychic communication has uh, perked the interest of science and has been the center of scientific study for some time now, you know what I mean? Uh, The most interesting one is this, you see. In 2017, a research study of such was made at the Institute of Statistics and Dynamics of Aerospace Structures Institution in Stuttgart, Germany. Professor Dr. Bernd Kroplin and Regine C. Henschel, M.A., conducted an experiment where he took four students and gave them eyedroppers. He asked them to each fill the eyedroppers from the same glass of water. Afterwards, each student made four drops in a row uh, on the separate sides. Now, when placed under the microscope, they found something very strange. Amazingly, even though each student's drops of water were relatively the same size, each student's drops were differently Uh, were different from the other students. This means that even when the water came from the same glass, each student's energy changed the droplets. What do you think? What do you think about that? We are water. Well, we definitely are. Most of us, we are water. We're all elementals. If you look at, uh, we are 80% water. Uh, You also look at water as a conductor. I mean, would you want to be standing in a puddle holding a live electrical wire? No, electricity, no sir. Electricity is energy. It will run through you to the water. Water is a conductor. It's a, it works that way in our body. Um, our whole nervous system works on electrical impulses. And we work best when we're well hydrated. And we've had a lot of water. Because that's how our system transmits things. So we need water. We're energetic beings. We have energy in us. We generate energy. 
water holds energy and can receive the imprint of energy. So as a conductor, it's no surprise that the water would pick up on the energy of the students that are uh, handling each of the droppers. Yeah. You know, whenever I think of students in college and tests, I think of Ghostbusters with Bill Murray shocking those kids. You know what I mean? So to get a little into the paranormal side of things, as we like to do it here, mostly ghostly from time to time, uh, paranormal groups sometimes seem to get excited when there is a storm during investigations. Granted, it's a good and bad thing. The rain can sometimes contaminate evidence with its forceful hits against the side of a house, but most investigators will agree uh, that for some reason the activity of spirits tend to be normally higher. This also goes for any location that has a body of water near it or perhaps have a hidden stream under a property. You know what I mean? Like we were saying earlier. Yeah, I was it's thinking funny. about Rutland. Uh, you thinking about Rutland? I was thinking about Rutland when we went up to Rutland camp. Yeah. Those tunnels. I didn't go in those tunnels. Did you guys go in the tunnels? We, no, I don't think we made no. it to the tunnels. We got That's when we the, got busted by the rangers. They said you guys with mostly ghostly, you're too hot to handle. Get out <laughs> but is of that what those but is that what those tunnels were for water? Yeah, there was um there was like a drainage system. Uh, Ray Arnold started to show me some type of underground drainage thing. Um and that's when we got we got we got uh we got a VIP escorted yeah. out of there. The um, well, that explains it. But I think there was I think there was a lot more to it. Like what well, yeah. We only got maybe a quarter in, I think. You know what I mean? Mm. I think that might have just been drainage. I don't know if that might have been the tunnel tunnel. You know what I mean? Like the, the, that deal. As you were reading, I was like thinking, well, that sounds like, like I'm trying to figure out well, when we were in Rutland, why those areas were so hot because the water was a little bit of ways. We, we had to drive a little ways to get there. But if there, if there was those, those, if those were what those, tunnels were for then that kind of it just kind of reminded me of that when you were saying that that because I, I i wasn't thinking that there was any water around those uh, around the prison camp but then the tunnels came to mind so i'm trying to think of places that are haunted that don't have water because yeah. most of them still. it's true you know it is a great conductor you know people would have would have murdered murdered their mothers for water in rutland at the time when it was a prison you know, a very high commodity very valuable resource. They're not just giving you water. They're charging you outrageous prices like baseball games. You know what I mean? Um, but it's definitely, you know, it, make, it makes perfect sense the energy from the other side. We want to use what is here to make it easier to communicate. You know what I mean? You guys agree with that? Oh, yeah. It almost has that mirror aspect. You're going you're gonna to say something, right? Well, I know that some people, when they investigate, uh, they go on a paranormal investigation, they bring small generators with, a, with them to generate yeah. uh, an electrical field. Now, water being a conductor can also work in a similar way. And spirits could use that, picking up on our energy, using the water as a conductor. They can use their energy using the water to, to conduct. And it kind of bring, brings together Kind of like a conference call, but a very wet one. Mm. <laughs> I like that. It, it, would you consider water another dimension? 
not necessarily the void. Not, a uh, not, a, not a dimension, but a connection or a conductor to it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes sense that it, it could hold memory, you know what I mean? Very interesting stuff about them, you know, communicating with the water, you know, and, you know, being nice to the water and it being, being a happy water. You know what I mean? It's, uh, and then you, you you know, a very unhappy water would create like, uh, water grunge music or something like that. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, you know, have you guys seen Prince of Darkness, the John Carpenter film? I have. Cindy Lou has not. It's a very cool flick. I know in that film, they water is used almost as like a portal, as the portal. And, and also, um, very effectively, they did an effect where like the transferring of spirit, you know, spoiler alert, it's only been like 35 years later, um, is water through the mouth, which was very interesting. So like, it's almost like they vomit they vomit like the, the demon up into the other person. And like, it, it, it's a very effective because it's horrifying. Uh, yes. I think everybody's making the Cindy Lou face right now. Just disgust because it is very crazy. The effects in that movie are very well too. So you think that like maybe a spirit or a soul could, could travel through water, Ray, you know what I mean? Like a ghost. I, uh, it being conductor, yes. You know what I mean. And keep- uh, I think it. I think it. It can. Um, if it's, tr- it would be an excellent way to try and communicate something, a medium that it could use, uh, to be able to, to be able to contact you. Yeah. Well, they. I mean, there's holy water. I know Wiccans um, collect like moon rays into water. You know, it's 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 used for religious purposes too. So that could be the foundation of what you're talking about. Um, you know, what? I'm not really sure what holy water you're talking about. The mostly ghostly ho- holy water um, marketing campaign earlier, but um, like, what is holy water? Like, wh- what makes it? You, it's blessed. It's water that's blessed that has a yeah. blessing, right? It is. Um, when you're talking about the wicking, wicking the water holds the energy of the moon. Uh, and when you're talking about holy water, it is blessed and it holds the blessing. And uh, so the water has the ability to hold, to hold on to different energies. The blessing you could call, if you wanted to, uh, positive energy. The same with the moon, the water co- uh, collected under the moon. So water itself has that ability to be able to hold that energy and conduct that energy. And if you're using that, let's say if you're using the, the holy water to bless something, it's also transferring it onto what you're blessing. Yeah. So it can hold it, it can transfer the energy. So water's been powerful. I mean, in a symbolic way, possibly, there are many different cultures in the past, and one that, that have flood stories. I mean, the, the Bible has one. But there are other cultures, and almost every single flood story, the flood or water washed away the evil people. Mm-hmm. Water was used to cleanse true, and take, take away the evil. So historically, it, it has had that role. It has still used that, whether it is Wiccan or whether it is holy water. 
And, uh, yeah, I'd say it's a great conductor. It can store energy. It can store thoughts and forms, such as people. Yeah. And their, their memories, and even transfer that. How do you two feel about the ocean being haunted? Do you feel like so many people have drowned in there or, you know, died in there? you think they could get trapped within something like that? Or what do you think? I think a ghost ship. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that they, they there's sailors that have said that they can hear voices of people out on the water like they they hear them and there's nobody in sight yeah yeah what do you think of that ray i think it's potential more like certain currents or areas might might be might be able to be hold the memory of the the uh, water would hold the memory of the death you also have to realize that uh besides if you go back in time yeah lots of wooden boats explorers not only, uh, I mean, you, you go way back to Phoenician times and then you go farther on. Oh, and you There's a lot of drownings. Since the, think about since the beginning of time of, pe- of people trying to cross water, there's been a lot of drownings, trial and error stuff. You know what I mean? There has been. There have been battles fought over water from Roman times up yeah. to current times. Uh, typically anyone who, whether it be disease or an accident, whatever, died on a ship, they were buried at sea. So the body was put in. One person estimated there are almost as many, many people in the oceans that have been buried in the oceans that have been buried on land. Oh, I believe that. Mm-hmm. So you've got a lot of that stored energy and water being a conductor, which can also store that trauma that went along with all of those events and those burials. And it's in the ocean. Now, you mentioned the ghost ships or haunted ships. Uh, it may be possible that the water in the ocean is large enough and has enough of a charge that when the ship goes down, it can actually manifest the ship out. So yeah. That you are seeing, so that you're seeing it. I did see a show where that uh, they took a group of scientists who were trying to explain different phenomena. And... This is where I like using science, but sometimes they go too far in trying to explain something away. Mm. And that they had a lab specially set up and they were trying to create a ghost ship. They were able to create an image, but it was always upside down. Not right side up like people see a ghost ship. Yeah. But they could in a special tank. They could never get it right side up. It was always inverted. And, of course, the scientist at, at the end says, well, you know, people on the sea would see it right side up. Yeah. They're trying to explain it away. No, they, they could not duplicate it. If someone sees a full-size ship sailing by them, they'd notice it was upside down. <laughs> they would so. notice. Did they you see the one, some, quick, quick, see quick the spot, one they found with the cocaine? <laughs> it's like, we had quick, a ghost ship. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, Quit trying to explain it away. You're starting to get to the point of actually making yourself look ridiculous. Yeah. Science, no, you can't. Science says you cannot exactly duplicate it. So you can't settle for that. That's true. What are we talking about? Cocaine boats? Yeah, I'm talking about the ghost boat that washed up in the Marshall Islands. Nobody was on board, and there was 14,000 pounds of cocaine, but nobody was on the boat, and it just disappeared, and then it washes up. 
in December of 2020? Where did it go? And why did they leave the cocaine? That's usually like a vampire situation when stuff like that happens. You know what I mean? Vampire drug dealers. That's a deck party. No one made it back down after the party. Hey. Hey. Now, you know, and, and it, you know, to go against popular belief of people thinking that drowning is one of the more peaceful ways to die, which I don't know if you guys have heard that, but I've heard that my whole life. I don't believe it to be true at all, but I've heard that as oh, you know, <sighs> drowning's peaceful. You know what I mean? I don't know. People don't really come back to give you the, uh, give you the official on that one. But I don't think that suffocating there ain't, you know, you pr- going in the shock and not really knowing what's going on is probably the best part of that deal. But yeah, I don't think suffocating in any way is, uh, you know, good. You, you, you know, even in a fire, you suffocate before you burn if you're lucky. You know what I mean? That's what they say. Well, we've also talked about, uh, like in the first season, we had uh, quite a few episodes. And we had some in the second season where we went into different areas, different legends, yeah, and stories about hauntings, and quite a few involved lakes and deaths that occurred on or near the lake. Yeah. So you're having the water again, the conductor holding on to that energy in the lake, and the next person that comes up can see the event or can see the person. Or possibly that person may still be there because of the trauma and they're using the conductivity of the water to be able to project themselves. Hmm. Like a mirror, almost like looking into a mirror type deal. When there's, you know, something in the mirror. It's portal. Mirrors are a lot of portals. Water's portals. You know what I mean? Yeah, but your your best mirrors that are portals are old ones. The current ones, they don't have the right backing. They changed it after a certain, a certain time. If you go way back, the mirrors to get the reflective thing were silver backed. Mm. And still, silver is a conductor. Right. For, wow. For, spirit, for spirits. So most of your haunted mirrors tend to be old ones with the silver backing. Yeah. That's true. I removed all them from my house. Right? You know what I mean? But the, uh, yeah, ghost ships are a weird thing where they see, you know, the ghost off in the distance or the light, the ghost lighthouse type deal. You know what I mean? The ghost ship usually goes, comes with the, the ghost lighthouse that, you know, whoever was sleeping on the job, not doing what they're supposed to be doing and they didn't shine their light for them to know that there was rocks and they went down. Because you know, going back a, a ways, there's a lot of lot of things going down. You know, you hear you hear about like sunken slave ships, which is like the most horrifying thing in the world, <clears throat> because like they're all chained together, and it's just like it, it, it reminds me of like you know, I can't even say what it reminds me of. I was going to say Titanic, where they have all the people on the bottom, and they won't they, they block them off and won't let them won't let them come up and they just know that they're dying. It's like, well, you're going to be dead in 10 minutes, you know, which is what everybody always wants to hear. You know what I mean? That you're going to be dead in 10 minutes. The most wanted to hear phrase that there ever was, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, it's weird. You think you get a lot of salt in the ocean too. We know salt plays a big part into some paranormal stuff. You think that that, what do you think? 
it neutralizes it, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, whenever I ask Lisa what to do, she's like, eat something salty. Well, the, the salt will re, uh, form a barrier for the negative. Uh, yeah, the form a barrier for the negative. What I was thinking is uh, when you mentioned the lighthouses, yeah, particularly before modern technology, your GPS and scanning the ocean and everything, the lighthouse was the sole source to keep people off the reefs. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of wrecks. Whether it be stormy weather or not, they all went down near a lighthouse, in water, near a reef, near a coastline, on the rocks. So, yeah, for a lighthouse to be haunted or some things to be associated with water uh, ghosts in the area. Yeah. Uh, water being the conductors uh, uh, makes a lot of sense. And salt was like in, uh, at least in the movies, when they do like the pentagram, the worship satanus, they use the salt. You know what I mean? Or like, as well as like the circles, like if somebody's going to protect themselves from evil, they'll put a circle of salt around them type deal. So it's weird that it plays to both parties. Maybe that's just a Hollywood thing. That's a good question for this guy, Ray, over here. So, Ray, is that just a Hollywood thing? Or can, is salt just something to c- combat evil? You know what I mean? You could, you know what I mean? As well as, be, you know, be used to worship it as well as combat it. I would say the Hollywood thing is for the worship. Combat yeah. it is legend and history. Legend and history is the... It's, protect, it's used for protection. Okay. And what you're talking about in the uh, Hollywood yeah. is uh, it's used for evil. Okay. You throw it over your shoulder for good luck? Yeah. Gives you high blood pressure. Tell Lisa it gives her high blood pressure. <laughs> Messing with that salt. Shit. Um, but yeah. You know, the ocean, we know very little about the ocean. You know, very crazy stuff. The stuff on the bottom would be the most horrifying, I'm sure. You know, things that have been dropped in the ocean. You know, you could you could have a conversation about civilizations. You know what I mean? Like Atlantis-type stuff. Um, and if that's if Atlantis is a real thing, that's a whole society of people who got killed. Add that to the pile. You know what I mean? I think it's very interesting, the whole haunted ocean aspect. You know what I mean? It's uh, It makes sense, and it is because it's so encompassing. You know, it's a thick mash, you know what I mean? That it's almost like you could see it holding a spirit in, you know what I mean? Like holding in the energy and keeping it to itself type deal. Where the ocean becomes a prison, my friends. You know what well, I mean? Well, even the story of Atlantis is that um, it was destroyed because it had become very powerful and the people had become powerful and evil. Yeah. So, once again, you have water destroying uh, cleansing by cleansing the earth by removing Atlantis, swallowing it up. Yeah, and the, you were talking about biblical stories earlier. Which is the one where they part the Moses parts the Red Sea? Oh, well, that is well. What happened is twofold. There, uh, Moses parts the Red Sea, and the Israelites go through. But then the water is brought back down on it top kills of the yeah. and they die. Right. Now, how many of them were there, the Israelites? Was it a whole bunch of them, or is it like a... 
Do you know how big of numbers we're talking? Uh, I, I don't know the exact numbers. It was all those that were in, uh, entrapped in Egypt. So it was a substantial number. Add that to the pile. You know what I mean? We get, this has got, the ocean's got a bigger body count than any slasher icon anybody could think of. You know what I mean? When you think well, the, of body count. Yeah. The Israelites made it out. It was the Egyptian soldiers coming after them that got swallowed by the waves. I'm starting to think that water is so powerful that it's a living thing and it, it's eating all these souls to stay alive after all this time. And we don't even well, realize that one day it might want to have issue with us and crawl out of the ocean in the form of tidal waves and fuck us up. We don't want to play that game. Well, the uh, water among many native, among some Native American tribes is the lifeblood, is the blood of Mother Earth. Yeah. It pulses. And it feeds, the water cycle feeds the rest of the Earth by evaporating, going into the rain, and then returning down. So the blood of Mother Earth is the ocean. I believe that. I believe that. Yeah, it's weird. It's definitely a weird vibe. It's uh, haunted, haunted oceans. What a world! But yeah, I, 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 I think, I think that definitely connects. Now, Cindy Lou, before the show, we were talking briefly about some paranormal tangs. Yeah. And did you say that there was a connection with some water that you you recently had? Yeah, and, and as you were talking about, um, you know what, what you're saying about, um, you know the you know dredging thing. The the river that I live on is the Wareham River, and my house, the windblown, sits in the middle of a peninsula, so we're like completely surrounded by water, except this wee little road that will get you out. Um, but you know, there Wareham, we're so lucky. We just got approved for like this new waterfront entertainment venue thing and they agreed to dredge up the Wareham River which hasn't been dredged up um since like night in the 1950s I think you know don't quote me on I think it I, we might be able to I think it's the 1950s so this is like lifetime ago um that this was you know and it's about to get stirred up again so I'm really excited to live here while they're doing that um because like, my house you know from the I'm sorry like drain it in you know, get all the like, crap out of there. like make it deeper, like dig, dig deep. Like what you're talking about, like settling to the bottom of the ocean. I'm thinking we're about to take the bottom of the ocean and dig it up, like, like dig up decade and decade and decades of, um, just things fall into the bottom of this river that I live that on. That might not be a good deal. <laughs> that might not be a good I'm deal. I'm really excited for it because my house is already hopping as it is, um, particularly lately, you know, so, um, it's always a good time. Hopefully there's no atomic bombs in there. You know what I mean? Bada boom, bada bang. Yeah, it's interesting stuff. In the murkiest of murky, dark depths. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, we got Island Grove over by us. And that it's like, I don't even think it's like 10 feet deep and you jump in there, you're not going to be able to get back out because there's so much stuff in there that you'd just be like, like jumping on a fucking fork. You know what I mean? You're just kind of oh, stuck. You're just kind of stuck. I remember hearing the story of somebody jumping off and like getting a bike through their leg or something. Uh, something, yeah, like craziness. 
You got to kind of, when when towns go around and they drain these, you know, lakes and maybe not lakes, but they're part like these big areas of water and stuff, which they do from time to time. You know, I, I'm surprised you don't hear of more things, you know, bodies and stuff popping up. Like when they drain them, you find a bunch, whether it's somebody that just went missing that might have been on a boat or might have went swimming or actually somebody who, you know, unfortunately got murdered and like got their body dumped there or something, you know. Well, they're all unfortunate. What am I, what am I talking about, though? But, um, yeah, there's a lot of all these. So I'm convinced that all these souls that die in the water, they stay in the water. Well, you know? I'm, uh, that's interesting. I'm out on my, uh, in the back, I'm looking out the window 15 feet away. Yeah. I've got a river. I've got a river that runs by the back. You do. And uh, I grew up in this town, which has a reputation for having a lot of places haunted. Yeah. Uh, where I grew up, at the end of the block, there was a wooded area. There was a well there. Several streams. A uh, block and a half away, there was the five-mile river. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one behind me is a 10-mile river. Last place I lived in this town, I was near a pond. Uh, they call it a pond, but most people from the sides, they would say it's a lake. On the other side of town, uh, we've got a very large lake. Mm. So we're like water rich in this town. We've got a lot of it. And we've got a lot of paranormal activity. I think a lot of small town uh, cr- like, like police and stuff like that, I think that's where they get rid of the people they're not supposed to kill. Oh, now, wait a minute. Our police station's haunted. When they first moved into that building, which was an old factory, a lot of the police were telling a lot of tales until the chief shut them down and told them, don't tell everybody about the stuff going on here. Yeah, it's bad. It's a bad look. You know, they, there were so many ghosts in the in the prison. They had to move them into the, into the lakes, the pond. Well, it started off as an old factory, and I imagine there, there were probably deaths in the old factory. Uh, the way they used to be run when you had right. children working in them, et cetera. So a lot of it, I think, comes from that period of time. When they converted it to a police station, the renovations, what they did is they they would steer all that up, and now they got the activity there. And they're only about maybe 150, maximum 200 yards uh, from a large river. Yeah. I was recently listening to a podcast with a mortician, and they said that they just drain, when they drain all the blood, they just put it right down the sink, right down the fucking, the, the sink, and it makes, you know, it goes yeah. in with everything else. So, you know, you know, knowing how important blood is, the like, you know, what do you think? Do you, you have to, like, dispose of it through, like, some regulated agency for a billion dollars? They could just dump it down the drain? They just dump it down the drain. Oh, my. That's what I hear. <laughs> Well, blood, blood uh, itself. Nobody wants blood. It, blood itself is mostly water. Take the water out, and it's just powder. And then you snort the powder. That's vampire drug dealer. You know what I mean? There's vampire. seven heads missing right now in the country. Somebody took and held up a truck that was carrying seven heads. So that's vampire <laughs> drug. That's vampire drug dealer. That's my. That's no, the they, new logo of the show. Our new mascot. Our mascot should be a vampire drug dealer, right? That'd be great. That's somebody who just wanted to get ahead in the world. Ray is crossing his fingers and toes right now. I don't I don't call this episode vampire drug dealer. 
He's getting nervous. He's getting horrified. He goes, don't do it, Matt. Don't do it. Yeah, that's a very creepy thing, though. The blood go right down there. <laughs> you know, like Ray said, it's a, it's a lot of water to begin with, but still. And do you think that because they do that, do you think that that would leave an impression, Ray? I think so, yes. Not just to the family member watching them drain into their sink, but, you know, in the spiritual world, leave an impression as well. I think there could be some transference there, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, the blood's so important. And I, I assumed that they did. They had somebody come in and take it. You know what I mean? That's what I always assumed. But no, they flush it right down. Kind of scary. We were trying to get a mortician on this show for, for, for a while. We had one that was real close and uh, did, just didn't work out. Just didn't work out for us in the end. So, you know... Cindy Lou, you said that there was a story with with water. Well, I'm just saying, you know, my house is in the middle of a peninsula, yeah. two peninsulas. And so it's, you know, ever since the moment I stepped foot here, it's talked to me. And I knew it was quite awake and I knew something or many, maybe a few things have been here. Um, and definitely any sort of abilities that I've been working on have um, really come to life in this house. I really have gotten to know myself here and stuff. So. Um, but recently, you know, it's, it's been a lot more and, um, I kind of attribute it to water. I do leave water. This is my, I keep things like this. It's my great, great grandmother's, you know, she at her coffee shop for coffee, for milk and whatever else she put in there. You know, I keep stuff like this cause I, I like keeping the house. Um, I have like essential oils I, I use. Um, you know, for health purposes and, um, you know, but we are like completely surrounded by water. Um, Real quick. Yeah. Ray, do you think if there was a haunted item or, an, you know, an item with an attachment to it that putting the water in there would probably make it louder, if you will, right? Or brighter, like give it more energy? Yeah, you would You would give, be giving it something to uh, be able to manifest through, use the energy of, conduct through, yeah. Definitely. Uh, sorry to cut you off, Cynthia. No, I, I totally was wondering that too. If maybe um, there was, I, I have a lot of um, antique items and there was a lot of old stuff here when I got here. The house was, I think it's like 19, mm, oh, we'll hear that. Yeah. Um, 19, uh, maybe 38 this was built, mm, maybe 1938. Um, so it's pretty old and um, it was a beach house. So, um, the downstairs isn't quite finished, um, but it, it's just it, it's it's just a very peculiar property. Um, but you know, the my daughter's door opens. Um, that was a popular spot there, mm. and then now um, just more and more things have have been happening. And I I, I kind of think it might be that I brought something home from the SK Pierce because it's not my normal weird stuff like I got normal yeah. stuff you know I was kind of wondering why our little mirrors like are like pixelating but yours aren't so I'm like wondering why you're different Matt me and um Ray over here are pixelating but you know Lisa came down this weekend and we had flying hair brushes and um and I definitely got to play with some apps that were confirming how I was feeling yeah. about things. I have some curtains in my room that there's no way there's no there's no wind in here. <laughs> so I'm not really sure why they're moving, but they're moving. Um 
but definitely, um, and it definitely touched me last night just to say, Hey, you know, um, I'm still here and, you know, just don't forget about me right before you go to sleep. Um, but it's, <laughs> it's welcoming. It's, it's exciting. And I don't, I don't feel um, scared at all. And I don't feel threatened at all. Uh, but it definitely, um, probably because the house is surrounded by water and probably I think, um, I can, you know, really, um, agree and, 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 and relate to what Ray's saying about having a town that's surrounded by, I think where has the most coastline in the whole state of any town, pretty sure. Um, you know, that, and we have a lot of haunted attractions here in town, the Bering Tavern, um, being one of them, uh, more popular, we have Tremont Nail and there's the schoolhouse and there's just so many, um, I don't know about our police station, I guess I'll ask around, but, um, there's so many haunted spots here and, and it just so happens that we're, 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 we have so much coastline and so much water running through us. Yeah. So, you know, I remember you, talk, you say, I, I remember you talking about the, we kind of told her not to bother the daughter, told her yeah. not to bother the daughter. And then it well, that's what I'm saying. You know, there's our usual ghosts, our usual spirits here that were here when I got here. Yeah. And then um, probably something else kind of joined us here not too long ago. And he act, it showed itself to my daughter, who's 18. Mm. And, uh, and she's uh, a very scientific person. So, uh, you know, but she did get up and was the first thing she said was, um, look, I saw this thing coming at me and it was, you know, her, where her room is, it was coming towards her bed and she was like squinting and then kind of blinked to see if it was still coming and then it was gone. And I knew right away that, you know, this is not normal. This isn't our normal guy. Like it opens her door and it turns on, um, the faucet i did solve why the julian i was like why is the why is the toaster under the sink in the bathroom yeah but julian as i was talking about it my five-year-old son was like oh by the way mom i put i put the toaster under the sink in the bathroom and i was like well thank you for for telling me that because i thought i had a whole nother situation on my head (laughs) you know um but then, so she leaves for school. She's walking to the bus stop. And I imagine, like, I, like, go grab my sage. And I'm like, all right, we got to, you know, have a little talk with, um, you know, whatever is going to show itself to my daughter and not me. And um, and then I'm, I'm like, messaging Lisa. And I think I'm messaging you. <laughs> I'm like, yes, what's going on? And, and as I'm doing that, as I'm in her room telling the ghost, listen, you, you cannot be here if you mean me any harm. You cannot touch my kids regardless of anything. You can't touch my dog. Um, because poor Atlas, man, I came home and there's nobody here and I have a camera facing him. And so I, I really need to review it because his blanket that Lisa made him like a protection, uh, blanket was like pulled through the dog cage, like through the other, like someone pulled it out the other side. Oh. So I, and, and he is afraid of everything. So I know that he is sensitive to it. Um, you know, but in, anyway, I'm in Morgan's room, I'm saging, I'm yelling at it. I'm like, don't touch my kids. Don't touch my dog. And as this is happening, my phone's going off with my daughter. It's like, mom, something weird's going on today because I just felt something touch my, um, my shoulder and it pushed down and it let me know that it was, it touched me. And I'm like, Oh, I just touched my kid while I was telling it not to touch my kid. Oh, here we go. What a way yeah. to start the week. Yeah, I know. 
You gotta get rid of that thing, I think. I think. Well, she came, Lisa came in, I saged, she, she saged, we're kind of like, if you mean any harm, only love and light can stay. And like I said, I don't, I don't feel like even when it touched me last night, like I, it was just letting, it wants me to know it's still here. I don't know if it has a message. I think even, uh, Ray, you might have described him. I'm not sure what we were talking about. I, I think we were having a, a ghostly meeting and you had mentioned, um, short, um, big, bald beard. And, um, and Lisa pretty much saw the same thing. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the person that I'm dealing with. I'm not sure if they have a message for me and I'm not, and I'm just kind of like not getting it. <laughs> so they have to like keep trying. I don't know, but, um, it's definitely, uh, wanting my attention and it's, it's going towards my most precious possession, which is my daughter, you know, my kids and my dog. So, um, so there's something here, but I'm not afraid of it. The kids are not afraid of it. They're used to my, my crazy weird, um, we're good people. We make great decisions. We pray. So, um, you know, and I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I was kind of on the line about, I kind of want to show you guys. Did, uh, now did Morgan have a description of what you've seen? Yeah, it was uh, a figure, like a ghost, like a clouded figure. Um, that was getting bigger as it was coming towards her and she could make out like a figure of like a head and a body. So she, she saw a full collaboration. Is that getting bigger thing common, Ray? Are you familiar with that? If it was getting closer and uh, she had focused on it, as soon as she focuses on it, it's feeding off her energy. So it's growing. Because it feels like it's almost not to scare anybody, you know, but it almost feels like it might have been trying to intimidate or show a sense of being bigger than it or something when it got bigger as it approached. What do you think that was all about? I think it was feeding off. It was feeding off the energy and simply coming stronger, becoming stronger to be able to manifest more strongly, be seen better. Yeah. Now, if it was to be like a bad, like like a bad spirit, do you think that the other spirit beforehand there would protect, or could it protect? If it were powerful enough, yes. There you go. Is there, and is there a way that if you were to like exercise and get the get the spirit, are you able to keep? Like, if there was ones you wanted to let stay in the house but you wanted one to go, is is it just, is it like an ultimate flush of the house or are you able to kind of pick and choose who you want to come and go? You can pick and choose. It's difficult. You need somebody who's well-versed in how to do that. Yeah. But it, it can be done. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's something that someone has to have a lot of knowledge to be able to do it successfully because you don't want to mess it up and open up any doors. Right. And Cindy Lou, the dude you seen was a, a big, balding, bearded guy. No, no, I just remember that. Um, I think I've been complaining to you guys about weird things happening for a while. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I want to say, Ray, you had you had said, "Who's this guy that's passed that, or that's with you that's bald?" Like I thought maybe he was going towards like maybe somebody I knew, but I don't know this person. I don't, I don't know who they are. Um, and I. And I, and so when I, when all this, you know, when everything happened with Morgan, plus I had a situation where I was over my friend's house and they lost their phone 
and looked for the phone for like hours and hours. And I, I left and was like, Hey, did you take my phone? And I was like, no, I didn't take your phone. And then I thought about it after everything happened with Morgan and the touching. And I'm like, it's with me and it just messed with their phone. So I went back to their house and I, and I was like, give the phone back. And, um, and then the phone did, um, end up on a, on a counter, um, later that evening. Um, and so the phone was returned to the owner. So it's not just messing with my kids. It's not just this house, um, for this particular, um, I think it's like, it's attached to me. And that's why I think maybe I, I didn't do a good job at, at SK Pierce, um, making sure that I was clear when I left. So, um, oh, the growing pains of paranormal investigation. <laughs> Ray, what do you got for her with that? What should she, what should she do next? Do you think? Uh, you have to be very specific on what you're removing and the rules that you're lying down. Uh, what I will do is I'll send you out some uh, a source I use that has uh, different rituals. Some are to remove attachments, some are to remove hauntings, some are to remove curses, generational curses. It's got it all in there. I'll send you uh, what it is and ways you can get a hold of it. I have a copy of it. And... Uh, I use it, and I would recommend anybody who's going to delve into uh, investigating or anything paranormal use it. But I'll I'll send you uh, the title. I'll I'll send you the in- information separately. I like it. Nice. Ray do, you, do, Ray, do you have any idea why holy water was holy water and it wasn't? It could have been anything. Realistically, it could have been salt. It could have been sand. It could have been. You know, is there any reason why, you know, it could, it could, it wasn't the cross no more. You know what I mean? Like, is there a reason outside of what we're talking about here today, um, why water became holy water in church? Uh, I don't know, except that it is water that's been blessed. I right. don't know the, I don't know the background on it. Um, but what you're probably looking at is that if you're looking at baptism, you're going, you're going back to that, uh, which is done with water, the immersion in water. Yeah. Which eventually became instead of, well, some places still do it in some churches, uh, the Catholic church, it's some water on, on the head, but others that they still immerse you in the water to cleanse because you're going to be reborn. Right. So they're, clean, they're cleansing, and it's the old you is cleansed away, and now here's the new you committed uh, to this holy life. If holy water is blessed by a priest that isn't living priest-like, is the water still blessed? Don't know, but I would have a tendency to say yes, because they're following the right right prayers. Um the water itself and the purpose of, of the self, uh, of the ritual, yeah, uh, supersedes or is greater than the shortcomings of the individual. If it was just following a prayer, could just anybody do it then? I think, well, I think that if I say that when some people pray for pray, yeah, um, they have a doubt in their own mind as to their worthiness. And that affects a little bit, a little bit of the prayer. But you have to remember that the prayer 
itself is stronger than our shortcomings. Right. It's a source of that prayer, and what you're praying to is greater than us. Right. So the if the prayer is said heartfelt, even with our own shortcomings, uh, the prayer itself can be answered. You know, even the people taking it in, like if you, you know, if you're, if somebody was sprinkling it in their house for good favor, if somebody was sick with something and they were drinking it, I think just the the hopefulness of thinking it, it is that is kind of the positive, you know what I mean, charge that they get from it. So just no, thinking, even if the dude was corrupt or whatever, thinking, if the people taking it, thinking the positivity of it going to work. Is gonna is kind of what the the overall deal, you know what I mean? Maybe. Raise thinking depending, about it. Depending upon what you're using, I think that the prayer itself is paramount, and the recognition that the one you're praying to and a power of that prayer is greater than yourself is where the healing comes from. Well, yeah, no, I mean, and anybody taking holy water would be faithful, you know what I mean? Um. Okay. Well, Ray, you know what they say about water? Drink it. Bathe in it. Look at you, Gussel. Make coffee with it with coffee beans, you know what I mean? Most importantly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. Do Does anybody want to touch on anything else about uh, water and the spirit kind? Or haunted oceans, like I like to say? Uh, nope. I think we covered quite a bit. You want to say anything about vampire drug dealers? Ray's all about it. That should be a t-shirt. But uh, with that being said, Cynthia, thank you very much for being on the show again. Always. Always a pleasure, you know what I mean? This was a fun one, you know what I mean? This is one of those ones, those discussions and episodes, I think that from kind of, uh, you know, from the, on paper, it doesn't kind of seem like it could be as fun as it turns out to be, you know what I mean? You go, you're talking about water, you're talking about spirits, the cross in between, the crossing them up, you know what I mean? And I think we kind of laid down a nice little episode here with some very interesting stuff. I wish we could do more for Cynthia over there with the, well, Ray's going to hook her up with the protection deal of a lifetime and ain't nothing. Well, ever you know how it works out. Yeah. It ain't even going to rain on her. When Ray's done with her, whenever it rains, she ain't never going to get wet. It's just going to be like having an invisible umbrella over at all times when Ray's done. Um, but hell yeah. So yeah, thanks for being on the show. We'll have you on again. I know I'm sure we'll be doing an investigation episode with you soon. I know we got something in the works on the 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 physical um video media coming soon. You know what I mean? Um you were just on uh, a show on the network called Behold the Pill Podcast. You know, those are good guys over there. We like yeah, those guys. Over there. Yeah, what what what, yeah, what they that was a fun time. Yeah, it's good it. stuff. Yes, it was good. I, uh, I, <laughs> I had a lot of fun uh, with uh, Buddy and Alex. They're good and, people. Uh, yeah, and uh, and and we got to share our experience with uh, live paranormal. And I tried to post the next day, you know, just to plug, um, you know, behold and and give 
Rob the credit that he um, he does definitely deserves. He's he's designing these ghost boxes. Lisa shared hers with me. I mean, this thing's like hooked up to a battery. It's no joke, um, you know. And I and so I tried to post it, you know, giving him the the kudos for what happened that night. And that in predicting um, that war was upon us just like days, days later. Um, and it wouldn't let me post. And I, and I don't, I don't want to blame the Facebook uh, freaks this time. Um, I think it was something um, paranormal because I've tried to post it again. And it just, I don't know. It's, it's just something about, um, it doesn't want to be on, I guess. I don't know. It doesn't want to be uh, a tool of social media, I guess. I don't know, but. It was definitely intense, and I and if you haven't heard uh, heard that 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 uh, live, I definitely recommend it, and I definitely recommend uh, that Ghost Tube app if you're somebody that wants to um, see if there's anything in your house. <laughs> um, you know, I've I've walked around the house with it, and I've tried to I've had good moments and bad moments, and that's why I'm kind of leaning toward it being an accurate app uh, because I definitely feel things. And then when I pull up the app, that's where you see in my video that I posted of like a skeleton, it puts like a skeleton um, filter on the, on, on your can on your phone uh, to detect um, when there's, when there's something there. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it's definitely, if you are not, uh, if you're not scared, I would definitely download it wow. and, uh, and give it a whirl. It's fun. <laughs> Wow, that's a threat. That sounds like a threat. If you could handle it. If you're not chicken shit, maybe you could download the app. You know what I mean? Well, maybe we'll have Rob on the show to talk about the ghost box. Yeah. That'd be an interesting discussion. Um, yeah, anybody, that, that Behold the Pill podcast, from time to time, they're so truth. They're, they're so close to the truth that it gets them in trouble sometimes. I'm, you know, uh, we, I, they're good guys from what I hear. You know what I mean? I don't think I've met any of them yet at the network. It's been COVID times. You know what I mean? So, you know, we haven't been having the big functions and stuff as we usually do. But um, I did hear that episode. I listened to that episode before you came on so I could be well, well-versed on our guests because I'm a professional. I wanted to make sure that I knew exactly what I was getting into. So I researched a little bit. And uh, that was a very fine episode. You know what I mean? Foreseeing the war, I believe it's called, with Cynthia yeah. Whitney. Uh, I've had coworkers walk by me and be like, that's intense. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. Very nice. <laughs> we like intensity here. So, Cynthia, again, thanks for coming on. And we'll, uh, we'll have you on. I feel like we'll blink and you'll be on again. You know what I mean? I hope so. See you guys soon. See you soon. Ray? See you soon. Oh, always a pleasure. All right. I'm not going to name the episode Vampire Drug Dealer. I would never do that to you. I would never do that to you, bud. But uh, I wouldn't do that to the audience either. Of course, the fine audience of Mostly Ghostly wouldn't put up with that shit. We'd lose them all. We'd lose them all if we did something like that. It'd be funny if I actually did name it the episode now. That'd be funny. But I won't do that to anybody. And we'll catch everybody on the next episode of Mostly Ghostly. (laughs) 